Be sure to check out my latest horror anthology series, Fragments of Fright. Volume 1 is waiting for you. Go to Amazon and search for Fragments of Fright. Or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. (laughs) Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. They live underground. I was a military engineer that was contracted to construct classified top-secret sections onto multiple military bases. This is actually quite common. As spy satellite photo technology has advanced, the desire to move the majority of military bases underground has increased. There are countless bases that have underground sections. At this point, I would venture to say that most military bases in the U.S. have at least one underground level. Most have many more. The deepest level I personally have ever helped construct was seven levels under the ground. But I know for a fact that there are some military bases that go well beyond that. I was brought in to survey one such base. The base and state it is located in will remain nameless, but I can say that it is located in the southwestern section of the country. I was quite surprised to find that the base was more than 20 stories underground and miles long. It was a virtual underground government city. I was brought in to see how possible it would be to add more levels to their underground world. Why would they want to go deeper? I don't know. I learned a long time ago not to ask questions. I was hired to give a report as to the possibilities of adding three more levels. Apparently the previous contractor gave them an answer they were not satisfied with, so they brought me in for a second opinion. It was a multi-month task and I had my men drilling a multitude of 10-foot wide steel caisson shafts to check stability of the earth below. I was ready to wrap up for the day when I got an urgent request from one of my foremen. He said he had drilled into an air pocket which he was positive was some kind of a man-made tunnel. I was intrigued to say the least. His conclusion was confirmed when I found myself looking down the shaft into a hole that appeared to be a section of open tunnel. I had the men lower a camera down into the tunnel, and we were shocked at what we saw. It was massive, just a gigantic mammoth cave. But unlike a cave, there was nothing natural about the flooring or the walls within this enormous tunnel. The floor appeared to be oddly shiny, 
and the walls looked like they were covered with some kind of honeycomb. I tied a rope around my waist and had them lower me into the tunnel. It was against all protocols, but I didn't care. I wanted to see more. Once I was in the tunnel, I untied the rope from my body and yelled up for my men to stand by while I investigated. The length of the tunnel was mind-boggling. I couldn't see the end in either direction, and it wasn't for lack of lighting. Although there were no overhanging lights of any kind, the tunnel was lit up bright. It had something to do with the strange walls. The walls were amber in color and exuded a comforting illumination. And while they looked very much like honeycombs, they were cold and solid like steel. I bent down and ran my hand over the floor. It felt like glass, like black glass, but it was sturdy. I stomped my boot on it as hard as I could and it felt like solid rock. I started walking down the tunnel. It was eerily silent. No ambient sound at all. I heard nothing but the sound of my body moving. The tunnel was straight on and seemed never-ending. I must have walked for 20 minutes when I noticed a difference in the walls. They gradually began to smooth out, giving the appearance of sheet metal. I touched the metal and it wasn't solid. It was jelly-like and cold. My hand disappeared into the wall as if I had plunged it into a vat of jello, but I was able to extract it with no issues. And there was no moisture on my hand as I would have expected with a gelatinous substance. Then I heard a low hum and felt an ever so slight vibration under my feet. I nearly lost my balance when the floor started moving. Slow at first, and then all at once I was propelled forward at a lightning pace. The walls around me turned into a purple glow, and when I looked down there was no longer a floor under my feet. What I saw instead was a black void. I felt as though I were flying. All at once I stopped and found myself at the end of the tunnel, overlooking a bustling city of glass. Large cone-like black glass buildings shimmered under some kind of inner earth sun. There were a myriad of vehicles moving about, some flying, some softly floating. They all appeared to be made from a substance similar to the black glass floor I was on earlier. It was breathtakingly beautiful, and I was filled with a sense of peace, until I heard a deafening shriek coming from behind me. I turned around and found myself face to face with a creature. It was slightly taller than me with a slender frame and pale green skin. It had a triangular head and bulbous dark green eyes. Its arms were long and ended at a hand with multiple fingers, thumbs, and claws. It reminded me of a giant praying mantis crossed with a human and dressed in a suit made of aluminum foil. It stood across from me studying me, and while it didn't speak, it conveyed to me mentally what it wanted me to do. Get out. I did so. I began running back toward the area from which I came. Once again I found myself being propelled forward and within seconds I was back at the entrance of the tunnel. My crew lowered a rope down to me. 
Before I tied the rope to my waist so that they could hoist me back up, I was overwhelmed by a message being driven into my mind. Leave us alone or pay the consequences. I had my crew cover the hole to the tunnel and told them they had to swear never to tell a soul about this. Not that anyone would ever believe them anyhow. I told the military officer I was supposed to report to that the ground was not stable and that I recommended that they do not attempt to go any further down. He stared at me emotionlessly for a moment and then smirked. You saw them, didn't you? I didn't answer. I didn't have to. He knew. That was the scariest thing of all. They already knew of these underground dwellers. They were already closer to that strange, wonderful inner world than they ever should be. I left that day and retired my position. I have no idea what happened after that. But based on the message that was conveyed to me by the humanoid being I encountered, if the government ever encroaches on the creature's territory, it will be the end of the world as we know it. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash support. That's ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash support. (laughs) 